Bring us in, Ed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Husker Hype Radio, episode six. I'm Eddie Rosenthal. That's Aaron Morsfold. Holy fucking shit. Look at this guy. Holy shit, boys. Dude. Aaron, tell us a little bit about what you got going on here. I see the pit vipers. I see a mullet. I see a crop top Nebraska football. Give me a flex, young man. Give me a flex. God damn, baby. Look at this guy. I I, I feel like you should be on the sidelines. You should be at, at full practice here in a couple of months, buddy. I don't know what you're doing. You need to give coach matt rule a call and say hey i'm ready to run down the field on kickoff and blow some motherfuckers heads off i mean you're taking all the words out of my mouth right now <laughs> we're coming off hot and we've been saying it for weeks we have eligibility left i could go back to school enroll in fucking next fall i might i can still run a 4-4 bud dude and i can still hit motherfuckers hard i know it let's go dude me i'll we'll just take it back to the glory days for a little bit rivalry game titans versus monarchs my coach says hey ed you got to stir the straw out of the shake that quarterback he's a straw that stirs the shake you got to do it you know what i took that as i took that as take him out of the fucking game and what i did is i hit this motherfucker so hard i gave him a concussion and i thought i broke his ribs at the time i didn't but he was flailing on the ground like a little bitch and he didn't get back up for another 15 minutes we had to stop the game took this motherfucker out boom titans win sorry about it Jesus, Ed, that's someone's kid. I know. I know. And you just have no mercy. I know, dude. And then we'll that's talk ball. about another one. We'll talk about another one. Ed Rosenthal, Titans versus Gretna week two. First kickoff, Eddie runs down the field, fucking lays the wood, as the KETV sports announcer said in the Friday night highlights on the news. Eddie Rosenthal lays the wood, opening kickoff, fumbles, Titans get the ball, we score, tight game, 13-14, actually blocked the extra point at the end of the game so that we fucking won. That's enough of me, that's enough of the glory days, but that's just kind of like me, that's kind of my, um, uh, what would it be? Your play style. So cool. Hey. Matt Rule, I'm ready to fucking party, bud. You know that's your, that's your contribution. You're gonna lay yeah, some fucking yeah. wood. You're... And I'm I'm I got the heart. I got the Husker. I bleed red. I shit corn. I come fireball. I mean, would you do you think you'd be the shortest guy on the team? Yeah, but I literally, this is what all I would say. I would say, Matt Rule, put me on kickoff. Put me on kickoff, and I'm gonna run like a fucking madman who had his ass lit on fire and. Bro, you um, remember that? That reminds me of the kicker for I think like Pitt or something that would on kickoffs would lay wood. Just a big husk. I think it was Penn State. Penn State's kicker. He would run down the field, yeah. lay wood guys out, and then one week someone laid the kicker out and he stopped doing it. <laughs> that shit was lit. But that's what you need, bro. That sets the tone. Literally, kickoff first play of the game. You go down there and fucking ring someone's bell, and you know who's there to play, man. And I'd be screaming. And then and then you're in the sea of red. You just pump everyone up. You get them going. You don't stop yelling until the next kickoff on the sideline. You you don't even have a voice after week one because you 
did it all and then you go home and celebrate and have a pack of cigarettes and a fucking whole liter of fireball yeah fuck yeah speaking of a horse voice that there's nothing worse than a horse voice like after a hard fought saturday in the fall we watch the boys playing in lincoln your voice is shot for the next week basically and then you do the same thing on saturday yeah dude i hate that i mean husker hype radio we've done that plenty of times where the next on sunday we wake up and we go there where's my voice at Aaron, I don't have a voice anymore. <sighs> and then the smoke machine adds to that as well. You're just breathing in vapor. Yeah. You know, but it is what it is, man. It's a part of the game. If you yeah. want to be a Hunter football fan, you got to be prepared to do that. And I am, and I think that tons of other people in Lincoln, Nebraska are as well. That's One thing just- I've gotten really good at is the clap. I've gotten great at clapping loud, I've noticed. Oh, Yeah. I can call your screaming. You just clap and that just adds. So you're not hurting your voice as much. Cause yeah. you know, that next level of your voice can get to, cause there's a scream where you're like, ah, but then there's that next level where you're like, ah, and then that's yeah. the one that truly gets the throat. And then kind of like, I remember what, when I would go to the games with my dad, what they would do and kind of how the whole stadium does it. You know, when it's third down, it's more like a, Oh, yeah. it's not a, exactly. Just a, oh, and, that almost sounds cooler. And you know that the decibel reader on this on the screen, mm-hmm. when they try to like rate how loud it was in the in the stadium, I would yell my ass off thinking that my voice was gonna get that. Just like you a, added another decibel. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, <laughs> I added a fucking decibel. It's going, dude. It's going up. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's get into it, bro. Um, just moments. Before we're recording this pod right now, May 24th, 2023, Tyler Knack, 6'6", 320-pound offensive tackle from Utah, commits to Nebraska, four years of eligibility left. Let's fucking go, Big Red, baby. Come on, dude. We got guys who are coming in, another dude, Jacob Hood, 6'8", 345, offensive tackle, Georgia transfer, a redshirt freshman. So he's got four years of eligibility. Matt Rule, he's not saying, yo, I'm going to get these guys who are going to stay for a year, maybe two. He's getting guys that he can develop, that have size, that have committed to D1 schools and are defensive or are division one football players. He's saying, let me develop these guys. Let me get Donovan Riola's scheme in their fucking brains. And we're going to use these men for four years. And they're going to be fucking, they're going to gain inches. They're going to gain pounds. They're going to gain speed. And they're going to use their fucking arms to choke defensive linemen in the Big Ten and beat their fucking asses and pummel them and put their dicks in the dirt, bud. Pancake and Mima style. Golly, Ed. this is uh, this is this, this is the greatest start to the pod we've had all year, dude. This is Husker Hype Radio. This is Husker Hype. This Radio. is Husker Hype Radio. You need to tune into this one because holy fucking shit! And let's talk about the O line last year, the last two three years. Dog shit, Ed. So to have these guys transfer in, I mean, do you, I know you have more to add. Let's hear it. We have more to add, bro. Tyler Knack, Jacob Hood. 
Let's not forget about Ben Scott, the center we just added from Arizona State, who started there. 6'5", 300 pounds. He's a junior. He's got two years left. Nor Noradin Nueli, the German boy, 6'4", yep. 315. He's German, but he got caught taking roids last year. You know this motherfucker wants to win. Yeah. This motherfucker's not fucking around, dude. He's shitting shoot up his he's shooting shit up his butt. He's a senior. Oh, I don't but- think he did that. I mean, I don't think he did that. I think he got caught taking something that he didn't know was on the ban list. That's what we're gonna go with. Is that that that's Dude, what we're gonna honestly who gives a fuck? Because you know in the 90s those boys were shooting shit up their butt. You know, yeah. who yeah. fucking cares, bro? You're playing the game. If you get caught, you get caught. If so you ain't cheating, you if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fuck it. I don't care if he took roids. Let's go. That that's what I when I look at that, I say, well, here's a guy who wants to win. Here's a guy who wants to kick some fucking ass. A, another one, 6'10, 320 pound tackle. Teddy Prohaska, Nebraska native. Nick Saban in Alabama wanted this man. Teddy yes. said, you know what? I'm going to stay home. I'm going to have the N on the side of my helmet. I'm going to play for the fucking Huskers. He had knee problems last year. Out against Georgia Southern. Didn't play. Started all the games before that. Um, maybe we could see him move to tackle with Jacob Hood and Tyler Knack now in the pitcher. But that's another dude, 6'10", 320. All these guys that I just listed are 300 pounds plus. That's awesome. And you know six, we'll have six, five plus. And you know we'll have those graphics, you know, where it's like these guys are this big, comparing offensive line sizes and defensive line sizes, and that'll that'll look great on the graphic. Right. Um, the name you just listed, Eddie, Teddy Prohacek, Prohacek, Prohaska, dog hurt last year a little bit, hurt the year before as well. Mm-hmm. It's He's good a big to dude. See, big dude gets you know. When, imagine when train, imagine when being fall. six nine. Imagine being six nine and trying to get down in three point stance, dude. That's gonna yeah. be hard for a fucking dude like that. But uh, yeah, like he's a dog. We got Ethan Piper too. Hmm. Six two, two ninety five, left guard. Henry Lutowski coming back. Um, six six, three ten. So these guys got size, is what I'm saying, and I'm really pumped up. We got more size than I think we've ever had on the line in a while. And we got dudes who are division one guys out there size. Got it. All let's just see how the motherfuckers play. You know, that's all we need to see. And dude, it all starts at the offensive line, man. Yep. It really does, dude. We can have the trenches. Huh? The trenches, Eddie. Starts in the The games are won and lost in the trenches. We might have the We've probably said, I think we said this in a couple episodes back, but you know, you can have the wide receivers, you can have the mm-hmm. best running back in the nation. It doesn't matter if these dudes up here aren't making holes and letting trucks pass through them. You know, we got to have that. And, and just looking at these guys on paper, games aren't one on paper, not what I'm saying, but on paper, these motherfuckers can do that shit. Absolutely, Eddie. And to your point, we gotta we gotta establish the run, run the damn ball. That's one of our our points on offense this year. You can't run the damn ball if you ain't got a good line. You can't have good pass protection on Jeff Sims if we ain't have a good line. Hand in hand. Yep, that's gonna be our identity. What Marcus Sattersfield says he wants to do. Let's bring back that old school Nebraska football. We got the fullback, a uh, guy who just committed. I forget his name. Horrible uh, podcasting here, but uh, he's from Scut. Uh, went to Notre Dame out of high school, 
Now he's coming back. He's saying, I want to be a Husker. I want to be the fullback. Boom, let's go, baby. Come on now. Come on now. Let's restore the pipeline. Restore the order. Absolutely. Imagine the merch. If we have a fucking pipeline this year, dude. Woo! Oh my God. That's how we want, dude. Back in the 90s, bro. Back in the freaking 90s, they would say, what's his name? Barrett Liebertritt. Liebertritt? Liebentritt. Perfect fullback name. Yep. Perfect. That long last yes. name. There's three of the last five letters of his last name are T's. Yeah. I that's mean, what you want. I that's mean, this kid's a dog. Yeah, buddy can block. He probably wears pit vipers and has a mullet as well. As Dude, I mean, like, the mullet, man. And, and, and I hate to get off topic here with the offensive linemen, but I'm going to start doing a Monday mullet edition on the old Instagram where I'm fucking rating people's mullets. Because, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but this Nebraska neck, neck warmer I got here is a Nebraska neck, war- neck warmer? Is that what you're calling it? It's the Nebraska neck warmer, okay? Uh, it ain't no Texas tailgate, no Tennessee waterfall. This is the Nebraska neck warmer. Okay, I like that. Yep. I like that. Yep. Or maybe what about the Nebraska, like, neck shade? Maybe you want it to be the neck shade because it's going to be the summer, <laughs> and you don't want that neck getting all red because we ain't rednecks in Nebraska. <laughs> I, like, I like where you're going with that, Ed. Yeah, like we're farmers, and we like to have the back of our neck shaded. Yeah. Yeah, Nebraska neck shade. Nebraska, this is a Nebraska neck shade, boys. <laughs> Fuck yeah, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we covered the line pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, another commit that we just had a couple days ago as well, a guy who's going to need this offensive line in front of him in the coming future, Danny Kalen. He's a commit quarterback out of Bellevue West. Here's a fact. First recruit that Matt Rule followed on Twitter when he got the job at Nebraska. Buddy wanted this guy for a while. He committed to Missouri because, you know, the whole Dylan Riola thing, we're really trying to get him. We want Dylan. Didn't pan out like we wanted it to. Now he says, you know what? I see my opportunity. I see my shot. Matt Rule still believes in me. He still wants me. I'm going to decommit from Missouri and go be a Husker. Absolutely. I fucking love having in-state guys wanting to stay here, getting recruited by our head coach, our head coach going to their school, them decommitting. I mean, Missouri's a past rival. Is that is that confirmed where he was? I can't quite remember. Yeah, it was Missouri. It was oh Missouri. my yeah. See, and fuck Missouri. I just who likes them? Uh do you we had do we have any stats on boy? Um, no stats on buddy, not really. I just kind of have uh Sean Callahan, a very good Husker analyst. Mm-hmm. This is what he called him. This is the word he gave him. Savant. Boom. A, a savant. But he speaks like a coach. He knows the offense. He had great receivers at Bellevue West. I know that. So that might have been a, maybe a big reason for his success there. But he can sling the fucking ball. I'll tell you that. I saw his highlights. Dude can sling the ball. And, um, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see what he does. I know. And um, that's kind of another thing that, um, you know, I was thinking about is uh, our, our other quarterback, buddy, Logan Smothers, who 
um, put his name in the transfer portal. No news of him going anywhere else yet. Do you think that he could possibly stay? I know that he loves Nebraska. He didn't leave because he didn't have a problem with the coaching staff or anything like that. He just kind of wanted an opportunity to maybe start. But do you think that Logan Smothers now hasn't got hasn't been anywhere yet you know hasn't got the uh nod to where he's gonna start anywhere. Um, i don't know man that's hard to say i mean and i mean logan smothers if you're listening to this right now would love to have you on come talk about what you're thinking uh i think he wants to be a quarterback to your point is he's gonna pull a a mccaffrey luke mccaffrey he wants to start, wants to play. Logan Smothers has sat for three years, kind of proven that he's a a, a true Nebraska guy, just mm-hmm. hasn't had the right opportunity. I just don't think he'll play. That's the thing. And so unless he's willing to maybe try a different position, something receiver, maybe he's coming out of the backfield every now and then, that's about it. I can see him playing on Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I kind of agree with you there. I like Logan Smothers. He just graduated from Nebraska, actually. So I, I do think that for him at this point in his career, what he wants to do is be able to play somewhere <laughs> here. You know, I mean, if he wants to be the number one quarterback, probably not going to be at a Division One school. Um, I was here in uh, Jacksonville State is a good landing spot for him, possibly UAB. Um, he's an Alabama kid, and you didn't know this his mom and dad went to every single game these past three years and buddy started against iowa that one time yeah so I mean, his parents just want to see the dude play and i feel like maybe he wants to have his parents watch him play for a year and he goes somewhere close to home um, yeah we all wish the best for logan nothing but love for the kid that's my take oh yeah um, we got, uh, we got another guy also who is, um, hopefully, uh, recruits here soon, Carter Nelson. He's a top four tight end in the nation, four stars out of Ainsworth. That's Iowa, right? There's an Ainsworth, Iowa. Yeah. Is there an Ainsworth, Nebraska? There's an Ainsworth, Texas. Okay. It's definitely Ainsworth, Iowa. So, um, it's, it's always lovely when you get an Iowa tight end, apparently, you know how they love to say tight end you and we take him from Iowa across the border into Nebraska. That just, that kind of be lovely. Hawkeyes would be pissed. Nebraska would be fired up. Um, big, big size guy. Um, Ooh, Ainsworth, Ainsworth, Nebraska. Okay. So forget about what I all said about taking him away from the border. We don't want him to cross that motherfucking border. Yeah. 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 Um, what Eddie just said about him, though, he can say about Fedoni, so that still plays. But true, yeah, true. yeah. Fedoni, he said, "Tight end, you my dick." Ah! I'm going in a rest, <laughs> buddy. And dude, what about all the? What do you think about all the fucking dorks on Twitter who, who um, you know, recruit or um, talk shit on guys after they recruited somewhere or try to convince them to recruit to their school. I mean, I get it. You know, when maybe they're like visiting Nebraska today, go big red question mark, question mark. And then people put like a gift down of Nebraska or something like that's cool. But when you go 
when they do commit somewhere and they go, oh, yeah, good luck trying to play there, dumbass. You should have came to Nebraska or Iowa or Colorado or whatever. Right. Dude, you're a 30-year-old man, maybe plus, and you're wanking on 18-year-old kids. It's like, get a fucking life, man. I think that's just like the jealousy factor in social media. Like, I don't know. I just want to talk shit on anybody that's not on my team kind of deal. It's just gross to me, you know? Yeah. It's cool. Like I said, it's cool if you're if you're being positive. But if you're talking to an 18-year-old kid over social media that he made the wrong choice and you don't even know what his life is like. Right. Come on, bro. You got something better to do. Maybe they probably don't actually. And like, we don't even know what Nebraska coaches said to him. Maybe we just didn't say what we needed to say. Maybe it's our fault. Maybe we're saying, Hey buddy, you can't start. You don't have an opportunity to do X, Y, Z. And you want to do this your first year. A lot of things happen that we don't know. Yeah, dude, that that's just one thing that I see on Twitter all the time. I scroll under, you know, prospects, their, their tweets and stuff. And I just see some dorks in their profile pic of yeah, they're bald. They got three ugly kids and an ugly. Or it's just like the logo of the school they like. It's just like two two followers, buddies, just like a some spam account. The anonymous, yeah, that's even worse. Um, kind of staying in this area. Um, Pat Narduzzi this past weekend he had a press conference and he kind of was commenting about Dion here. Narduzzi says, and I quote, when talking about um, Deion Sanders getting tons of players from Florida State, you know, anywhere. Fucking, he got that running back from Houston. Yep. Narduzzi, quote, that's not what the rule intended to be. It's It was not to overhaul your roster. We'll see how it works out. But that, to me, looks bad on college football coaches across the country. The reflection is on one guy right now, but when you look at it overall, those kids have moms and dads and brothers, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know how many of those 70 that left really wanted to leave or they were kicked in the butt to get out. I mean, this is a case of Narduzzi not knowing what the fuck he's talking about, in my oh, opinion. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah, yeah. I, I, In my opinion, like, I think it's dumb. It's not my football. That's not how it's intended to be. I agree with that. But you can't knock a guy for using the rules that he has in front of him you know what i'm saying like if if that's how the rules are why don't i just use what i'm given and try to do the best i can if you can't beat him join him type of thing well like Deion sanders and we've talked about this before eddie roster talent level etc etc guys that he can win with he can't win with he identified that he told him that they should probably leave because he probably won't start. He probably already had the idea that a certain amount of guys were going to transfer to Colorado before he kicked a lot of guys out. Cause why else would you just be kicking dudes out? You, I mean, you, you have to feel the team, you know? Well, he did say that like on the first press conference, you, you know, that video in the locker room, right. the team room where he's like, yo, I'm bringing all my Louis bags. Right. But uh, y'all better pack your bags and get out the door. Cause I got Louis coming. But um, that's my Deion Sanders impression. Um, but yeah, that I do kind of agree with you there. You know where it might be different at Pitt or at Nebraska when you do have talent on the roster and you can still develop those guys. But yeah, with Deion, dude, Colorado, they won one fucking game last year. I mean, 
they suck buffalo dick they suck their own and and dion's like paying for a new locker room their uh, facilities are getting upgraded it's just a bunch of stuff that the program's actually getting a lot of money and success and notoriety on dion and they're going to just attract better students now. It's just a given, you know, you have good coach, good talent's going to follow. You have good facilities, good talent's going to come to your school. Right. Right. And you're Deion Sanders. A lot of people. Right. Deion. Um, right. Well, yeah, I'm interested. I, I uh, was interested on your take. I thought you were going to go the other way. Cause you, you know, last podcast you go, that's not my football. Life. It's, it's truly that's not like I'm football. still against it overall to, to the, to the point of what it is. I don't like it, but I'm not going to be a bitch it, about it. Yeah, I'm not going to be a bitch about it. Yeah. And that's kind of just one of those, yeah, one of those things where, you know, you can't really stop it from happening. It's going to happen. And if. And what happens with like Nebraska, some shit happens like that with us. I mean, we've got, we've had a lot of success out of the transfer portal. People could be saying that about us too, but I mean, we're not doing it to the extent of using it as a free agency and like a, transfer portal but i mean yeah that's the take well then what do you think about you know guys where peak coaches are literally just picking from rosters like i remember when keegan johnson was at iowa right cluster johnson's kid coaches from other teams were hitting up during the season which i don't even know is legal or not but these these guys are already you know kind of hunting people down on the roster that are good and that are playing on other teams and they're looking for guys that aren't even on their team and trying to get them over there like that's just i don't know man and it's it's weird i i think that's weird that's tampering i mean even in pro sports is that that's illegal right that's tampering you can't go up to a person on a team and be like hey you should come check out our team right so there's got to be some sort of rule or it'll, it'll iron itself out. The, the scale will level at some point, there's going to be a lot of shitty things. And then the first, in the first three, five years of this whole transfer portal NIL deal, but give it 10, 15, 20 years, it, it'll figure itself out. I feel like. Mm-hmm. And hopefully at least just like anything, dude, things, things change. You'd love, you'd love for it to be, just like the nineties where Nebraska's winning every game and fucking right. people. That's not well, how it goes. Dude. And, and like, the and like, I don't want it to be like the old days. Think about back in the day when they'd just be like, all right, they won the natty. And it was just the media voting on it. Now we get to have in a couple of years, 12 teams getting a fucking playoff and go head to head and figure out mano y mano, the best team. I like, I like that. Boom. Boom, baby. You're exactly right. I love that take. That's, 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 uh, evolution in its finest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um let's talk about this man um you know we've seen a lot of coaches in the past at nebraska a lot of different personalities i mean we saw bo pelini who was an absolute friggin' hothead on the field and i personally love that you'd see you know the famous clip of him at the texas a&m game just spitting on Taylor Martinez when he fucked up, putting his finger in his jersey and he's throwing saliva in his face and telling him that he's a horrible fucking person and you don't even know what kind of names he called him. Probably ones that grandma wouldn't like to hear. 
And then you switch to Mike Riley, who is like grandma's husband, grandpa. And he's out there saying, all right, kids, well, we did good, but we didn't win. Maybe we will next week. And then you got fucking Scotty Frost, who's all Swagger McSwaggerson on the sidelines and thinks that he's the dog and uh, everything will run its course, arms crossed the whole entire game when they're down however many points, um, not yelling at a soul. I mean, now we got Matt Rule. What do you want Matt Rule to look like on the sidelines? I think we have a great role model, a good reference for what that should look like, and that's Tom Osborne. That is a man that that isn't afraid to to let you hear what you need to hear, but he's a leader of men. He has a lot of respect earned from the guys to the point where he's just rallying the boys up. He's getting them fired up. He If he needs to get out the refs every now and then, he'll get out the refs. I'm cool with yeah. that. We got to show some grit. We got to show some, some fight. Uh, but yeah, just a coach that's going to fire the boys up every now and then. Maybe, maybe get a look in the eye, get a little visor, but nothing too malice, nothing too like bad of like, oh, I'm pissed at you, but like, all right, son, I'll fuck you. Hey, short term memory. That was a fucked up play, but we're getting it next time, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I think that, I don't think that getting in somebody's face mask is a bad thing. Like right. Said, right. You know, it's, it's, hey, I care about this guy. And I want him to go and make plays, but dude, get your head out of your ass. You know, you're fucking doing something wrong. I think that that needs to be addressed on the sideline and there needs to be fire and passion. And if I don't see that out of the head coach, I'm wondering, does this motherfucker even care? I want to see that sidelines getting after players, getting after refs. If they're making bad calls, I want to see fire on the field. Maybe I don't want to see Bo Pelini level where he's fucking cussing motherfuckers out like it's no tomorrow but which was kind of awesome to watch you right that that is entertaining but is it um beneficial for the team as much as if you're saying hey bud all right what the fuck's your problem but i love you let's go dude pick it up or i'm gonna sit your ass out and compassion is like a top-down thing if the if the coach is out here having that mentality the the older veteran players will have that mentality if they have that mentality they'll get on the younger guys and it's just a culture thing that's how it that's how it works exactly leadership a good team honestly isn't even led by their coach bro if you can have leadership with the players first and the coach is there like but you you almost want to see more guys getting at their own getting at their teammates rather than matt rule having to do it if matt rule doesn't have to do it he doesn't have to do it if his players are and, right. you know, our quarterback, Jeff Sims, Marcus Washington runs the wrong route. He goes, what the fuck's going on, dude? Right. Let's, let's fucking go. And that's almost, I, I someone's not laying blocks. On the, someone's not laying blocks on the O-line. I want to see another motherfucker on the O-line get in his face and be like, yeah. buddy, buddy. We got a boy to protect back here. Yeah. And we're not doing it. Get, get your head out of your ass. Exactly. Ed. But. Yeah, dude, I do want to see a lot more fire on the field this year. I do think that Mickey Joseph and Bill Bush brought it a lot uh, at the end of the season, though. You yes. see, you see things of Mickey Joseph where he's going in players' faces, especially the receivers, because he knows those guys. He he was the position coach, and he loves him, dude. He loved Prey Palmer, but there was many instances last year 
or Trey Palmer did something wrong. And Mickey goes, all right, dude, it's fucking time. Come on. Right. And, better than this. and to your point, Ed, that I feel like that's a respect thing. You always heard interviews from yeah. these players post game or between practices. And that's all they'd say about coach Mickey Joseph is that they respected him. They liked the position uh, he, he, or how he acted in the position he was in as the interim head coach, et cetera, et cetera. So fucking hats off to Mickey Joseph. Hats off Mickey. And that's it too. Like you said, respect. If a yelling is coming from a dude that you're like, why the fuck is this motherfucker yelling at me, dude? Like what the fuck's up with that? You got to gain respect from your players first. And hopefully Matt rule has that. I feel like he's a guy that the players definitely do respect hundred percent. So if that comes from Matt and I see that on the sideline, I don't think I'm going to be anything but pleased. Yep. What I'm going to say first off, I do want to see it from the players to players first. But if Matt Rule has to step in and do it, and he's most likely doing it right, then good. The only way I could see him doing it wrong is if he's too much of a pussy. Like he's just trying to be the nice guy. But I don't think he'll do that. I think he'll I think he'll have a good in-between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's um who's maybe a coach on the field that you uh, besides Matt Rule, who you think might be a little bit of a hothead on on the sideline? You don't. I know we don't know too much of their personality. Yeah, we haven't seen. I don't them. know. That's a good question. I mean, you want to see it out of your defensive coordinator. I feel like. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. I've. I I feel like that'd be my first answer. What about you? I think too. Yeah, Tony White just yeah. being on defense. You know, um, hopefully he doesn't take it to the Carl Bellini level where he's, um, doing coke fuck, with the cheerleaders. Fucking cheerleaders, yeah. But, the, almost like. Almost to that level where he's going, those cheerleaders are hot. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want him to be hot looking at the cheerleaders. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Husker Hype Radio, man. Like, comment, subscribe. True. You know what, Eddie? Let's go ahead and just take a quick moment to pause. We haven't. We have a sponsor this episode, Eddie. Shut up. Our sponsor. Didn't I didn't tell you. Yeah, yeah. You know about this. Husker Hype Radio is sponsored by Husker Hype Radio. Go ahead to our Instagram at Husker Hype Radio and uh, TikTok. It's all the same. Husker Hype Radio. Like, comment, subscribe, share. When we say swipe up and interact, swipe up and interact. Let's go. This is a live interactive broadcast slash podcast. And um, yeah, dude. Also, if you guys want to email us on pod ideas, Always feel free to DM us on Instagram, what you guys want us to talk about. Um, Huskerhypster at gmail.com yep. is our Gmail, which is always open. Um, and then, yeah, dude, we just want to, you know what? I had a great, uh, I was thinking about a great idea um, the other day about what we could do this season for Husker games. Mm-hmm. You know, the Collins over big red overreaction. Mm-hmm. We got that. So we just go on Instagram live and then, you know, you, how you can join the fucking yeah. thing. We just do that, dude. Have guys on their phones, call in, so to speak on Instagram live, me and you are in the chat. They come in, have their qualms. We react. Yes. I think that should be a, that we should definitely do that. We Absolutely. Do that. Absolutely. Eddie. And maybe also during halftime as well, we could do that. 
something. Absolutely. Dude, yeah. I mean, you're going to have to do that because I'm going to be at the fucking games. I was actually looking at season tickets today. Uh, TBD on which if I'm doing season tickets, if I'm doing individuals or what the fuck's going on. I saw a great deal today. It was um, $100. It was the Law Tech game. Um, another non-conference, I forget. And then it was one Big Northern Ten Illinois choice. Yeah, Law Tech, Northern Illinois, and then a Big Ten game for 100 bucks. Three games for 100 bucks. Sick. Yeah, that's three. That's half of them almost. Mm -hmm. Aaron, you know what? Let's talk a little bit about the analytics. You know, Spotify for podcasters. It's got this really cool tool. No rhyme intended. Um, that we use to see who's watching the pod, who's listening to the pod, who, who's doing all that stuff, and they're pretty interesting, man. They're pretty interesting, wouldn't you say? I agree, Ed. I and you know what? To be quite honest with you, though, I think that these analytics are for people that listen to it on Spotify. No, no, this is this is all platforms. Is, is that confirmed? This is confirmed, dude. Apple Podcast. Seventy three point nine percent of our listeners listen on Apple Podcast. Spotify sixteen point two, and then on the web. 10.9%. That's interesting. 98% of the USA. Where do you think the other two are from? Canada? Take a, take a gander. Canada? It's across the pond. Across the pond? Where is that, Ed? Uh, hey, how about this? Uh, does this make you think anything? It's more of a New Yorker accent, but they might be is that, from New is York. That, is that an Italian it's the Italians. The yeah, Italians yeah, yeah, love yeah, the yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that nuts? Who's in it? Who's in Italy listening to a podcast? They say you turn on the Haskell Hyper Radio. It's the time to listen to the Haskell Hyper Radio with Aaron and Ed. That's nuts, dude. That's who fucking was? lit. Shout out to those cats who are out this, there. This is an international broadcast. It's Ed. an international broadcast, baby. If you're not tuning in in America then you need to fucking check yourself because there's motherfuckers in Italy. And you know what they say? Europe starts the trends. We get it months later. These motherfuckers years. are on it. Years later, yeah. Yeah, the, we, these motherfuckers are on it, dude. Get this. Even more interesting. Male percentage of uh, listeners. 28.6%. What? You know what that means? Lots of non-binaries watching the pod. Oh my! Zero percent non-binaries. <laughs> so that means that seventy-one point four percent of podcast listeners are of the female sex. Holy shit! We have a our our demographic is mainly females, Eddie. Dude, the ladies <laughs> love the boys. I can tell why. Aaron's got the pit vipers and guns and. Nebraska neck shade going on right now, dude. Ladies, you're going to want to tune in on the YouTube for this one, or at least just take a quick look because Aaron's looking hot, hot, hot. I feel like a loser right now. It's summer's right around the corner. Memorial Day. The pools are opening up. I mean, it doesn't matter, Freddie. It's probably already 80 degrees there, but golly, here in Nebraska, people are fired up for warm weather right around the corner. 
You know what fucking sucks, dude, is you said it's probably 80 degrees. It's not, dude. It's shitty out tonight. I got a jacket on, bro. And, you know, I'm, you, I kind of am. did turn into a pussy when I moved to California because of uh, just you get used to warm weather. But, dude, it's like I don't even think it's fucking 70 degrees here today. It's gloomy out. There's no sun. No sun all day. And in Nebraska, I can see the sun reflecting off your beautiful white skin. Yeah, which it's would nice be out. beautiful also if it was black. I, I just said beautiful white skin because that's what you are. I don't even know why I had to say that. But, um, yeah, dude, pretty <laughs> sick that um, 78% of our listeners are of the female sex. And half of our demographic, over half of our demographic is over the age of 45. So we got cougars listening to the pod, bro. <laughs> we got cougars. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. And I'm a young calf. Injured. <laughs> An injured young calf. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. All these cougars just Holy tuning shit. into the pod. Hell, yeah. And you know what? I might... I know that these gals probably watch the live stream too. Speaking of the live stream, I'm Eddie Rosenthal, play-by-play commentator. We got a special guest on the pod today. Uh, go ahead and pull on in. We got DJ Faders, Faders, Faders. DJ Faders, probably why all the Cougars tuned in. Look at this hot Southern California gentleman, just a classic SoCal surfer guy. I mean, you look at him, you see the hair, you see the skit. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, baby. Oh, my God. You're going to make you me do that? something I'm going to regret. And it gets the ladies' undercarriage damp, is what I'm going to say, to be PG-13. These analytics where we got going on here, this older I know, dude. I know. Hopefully some of them hopefully some of them live on Lido Island and they have houses and they're rich and their husbands are deceased. What if one of those is Italian? It might be an Italian cougar that wants to bring make you her pool boy in Italy. Oh my god. I'm sorry guys, but I'm gonna have to quit Huskripe Radio if that happens. Or I'll just have to wake up at four AM or whatever the fucking time difference is and I'll 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 be I'll be like it'll be like yeah. 8 p.m. at night probably. Yeah. Um actually, you know what? One thing I wanted to do in honor of DJ Faders, my favorite song he plays is the song we play after touchdowns and that song is Fireball by Pitbull. Okay. Dun, 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 and, dun. and I don't know if you did you guys get a shot for it up? Bro, we did. Look at this. So, I think we go ahead and we invite the Husker hype hypesters, pause it, get a shot. We'll be right here. Pause it. Go ahead and pause it. Pause. We'll be right. We'll give you a second. Okay. They pause. Okay. We don't really have to give them. Now they're back. They're back. And we're going to cheers. Who's who's saying the cheers? Who's saying the cheers? Uh, Lead red shit corn. Come fireball. Husker hype radio till the day I die. Touchdown, baby. Ah, That's just good. Classic American fun. Success. Energy, electricity. God damn, baby! <sighs> I'm I can't wait to have like seven of those every every game every Saturday this season. In the morning, well, that's that's one of the best things. You know, it's fun. You wake up, 
at 9 a.m. here in Southern California because games are usually 11 o'clock. But if it's a, if it's an 11 o'clock game, we're waking up at eight o'clock here. I'm already cracking a beer just to get just to get the thing running through my veins, you know, the good alcohol. And then by the time Nebraska scores that first touchdown, I already got some cinnamon whiskey on my breath. It's on my lips. I'm feeling it. I'm buzzed. I'm juiced up. It already got me right now, dude. I'm fired up and ready to go, dude. I'm ready to watch some Husker fucking football. Give me turn on some fucking highlights, dude. I touchscreen pumping. Kate, I want to know, like, as a Californian with no college football team to call his own, you've adapted Nebraska, adopted Nebraska. Why? What's your favorite thing about Nebraska football? Well, that's what I was going to say was I never did have college football team but i always heard growing up that like college football is passionate electric maybe the most of any other sports so i was like i was curious about it but i never understand if you don't have a team you're not going to understand it and then you guys met you guys two biggest nebraska fans of all time you guys told me about it but i still didn't really i just i just heard you guys talk about it and then i remember you guys did your first stream like i saw it and Still, like, I was on the outside. I wasn't really part of it, but I felt it a little bit more. But I remember that first stream where I was DJing and the that touchdown they scored when I played Fireball, that was the moment where I – lifelong fan. I was hooked. That was, that was the turnover. That was, that was it. I will never forget that moment. And we're going to have to post that on the gram so people know what we're talking about. Here's the Here's the clip. Here's the touchdown, the infamous, I believe it was Samori uh, uh, Tori over the middle versus Northwestern. Adrian Martinez throws to him. Colorado! Be my fault, not open. Adrian Martinez over the middle, caught! Samori Tori! And the fun thing is that each of us have different reactions. It's fun to watch one of us one time. You got to watch it three times because I'm going ape shit. Cade's going ape shit in the back. He can't believe what's going on. And then you see Aaron and he's like screaming his fucking head off. Like we just won the national championship. Aaron is literally screaming as loud as he can possibly scream. <laughs> That's usually my role, honestly, is just to get, get loud guy. 
And then this dude, DJ Faders, I love it that once he joined the team, because he bring a whole nother dimension to the pod, dude. He bring the DJ. We got a soundboard. We got music in between segments during commercial breaks. We got the smoke machine. We got fucking lights. We got a disco ball. I mean, it just gets absolutely nuts. It goes berserk. <laughs> we go berserk. And we do miss Aaron here in Costa Mesa, California. We do, brother. Um, but I'm so glad that we still have Cade here, dude, because without him, I mean, DJ Faders, the fans know him. The fans love yes. him. He's DJ motherfucking Eddie, Faders. Eddie, I agree completely. I feel like our first handful of streams without DJ Faders, it was us in the living room, naked, bare, no decorations. And now it's a whole production. You got smoke, you got blow up dolls, you got right. inflatable joints. It's, it's a time. It's so fun. Yeah, I'm honored to be to be part of this. Well, dude, we're honored that you I mean, just like give us like maybe your top two, top three things about what it means to be a Nebraska football fan. Don't want to put you on the spot here, but I know um, you got some. Yeah. Um for me, I'm gonna put it like it's in my shoes. So with my my two seasons so far, they were mainly especially that first season, it was a little bit of it's rough. losing season. It's rough. They were. But you know what? It was a fucking great time. The, the The entire season was so fun. I was looking forward to every single Saturday. And at the end of the day, they still sold out every single every single game. And the fans are always there. So I think one of the biggest roots of it is is just the passion of it. The the just the pride. No matter what the scoreboard is, is the loyalty. The loyalty, it's the tradition, yeah, is is supporting the team, one another, and always showing up for just to be electric and and yeah. not to knock on California or California sports or anything, but I I don't. Can you agree that there's really nothing like it out here? Yeah. I mean, you got you got your USC, you got your UCLA, but I mean they're not selling out when they're winning four games, and we do do that and. And I've told guys I've I haven't only recruited Cade down here to be Husker fans, but many other buddies, and they've said the same thing, dude. It's like Eddie, Nebraska fucking sucks, but I love Husker Hype Radio so much because you guys, you they suck. They've they've sucked for the last two years, and that's that's all they've known. But then they also see Husker Hype Radio and Eddie and DJ Faders and Aaron every single Saturday putting out for the team for the for the fans. And they go, this is something that I want to be a part of. And I think that that's great. I think there's something beautiful about that, how it's not like you're just looking for the, the team that's, the, you know, the Georgia, the number one team that's been winning and you just want to go support them. It's not, you're not choosing to, to support the best team. You're choosing to support the most fucking badass. Awesome. Hell yeah, baby. Yes, yes. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's go. Hey, oh my god. Do you have any moments other than the Samori Tori touchdown that stick out to you with with your your broadcast you've been a part of? Uh yeah, I mean really since that moment on, we try to make every touchdown, as you know. We try to make every moment really, especially the touchdowns though. Those are those truly are some insane moments. I'm sure everyone in our neighborhood can hear us. Um but I mean not Probably not particularly. Really, just those. I don't know, man. Do you have a toughest loss? What's your toughest loss? 
Uh, or best when? I can say definitely say what mine was. Oh, I can think know. of I can think of my two 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 of my saddest losses off the top of my head. I think I got one too, but um, it was this year first game of the season. Oh. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Oh, we we were all the boys were there when I was there. I was yeah. about to say the same thing too. We had T Sid barking in the back, just talking nonsense. <laughs> I still love the kid, but oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we love him. Shout out Jason, by the way, for the yeah, new microphones. Awesome. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, that game, especially like we, we came, we go, this is the year where we bring it back. The best three and nine team in the nation comes back for the 2022 season. And we're going to do it. We play Northwestern and Island. We're going to fucking smack those boys up across the face, up and down the football field. Have the boys there. Aaron, Ed, Cade are back in the studio together for the first time in a while. <laughs> we get let down, bro. And then I broke the door. Yep. We might have to put that on the Instagram. Yeah, we're gonna have, I'm gonna write that shit down. I gotta put yeah. that on the Instagram too. Yeah, I broke. Yep, I ran. I ran through the door. Um. Yeah. One. Of, I think mine was another time where we broke a door or partially broke the door. <laughs> Um, was when we played Michigan that yeah. night game. That was that was and, a sad one. Well, I think that that first year, especially when you were DJing, was so sad because we were the best three and nineteen in the nation, and we lost and it, so it, close to every single game in the history of college football. Yeah. yeah, and I mean that Michigan game especially, dude. We're driving. It's in, we're it's the fourth quarter. I don't even think we have to score a touchdown, dude. All we have to do is get a field goal, and we fucking win, or at least tie it up. And we're driving, and then. Adrian fumbles the fucking football. No whistle. We're looking for, he's looking for a whistle. No whistle fumbles the football. And our, we deflated like a balloon. It was like that, dude. We, we didn't deflate. We popped, we popped like you, and you could just see it in all of our eyes. And then at the end of that game, we, you know, drank a, a many more beers and, indulged in many more activities and then Aaron decided it would be fun to poke a hole through uh the door and say here's Johnny <laughs> oh my god here's Johnny <laughs> the thing is is I don't even like remember doing that in the moment was there already a hole was there already a hole in the door oh yeah you, you yeah you you punched that shit bro you no, you i think you ripped your shirt off first yeah i do remember doing that I, is that on stream bro i remember clean ripping that no, shirt in half was a, I, it was bad. I think we yeah we ended the stream and then Aaron just like has a fit of rage and totally Hulk Hogan's just fucking <laughs> rips his shirt, punches a hole through the fucking door. Yeah. That's some real lunacy right there, boys. Oh God. <laughs> faders, what I want to ask you another question, Faders. Have you looked at the schedule this year? Do you have um, an over or under amount of games you think we're going to win? Or what, what? what's your what's your expectation this year? I don't even think you need to see this guy, honestly. No. Um, I mean, 
Last year was better than my first year. And um, so this year will be better than that. So this year, if the pattern, the way it should be going, plus I think we got a good guy uh, at the helm. Yeah. How, what have you heard about Matt Rule? You like what do you hear about him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to be 12 and 0. That's, that's probably what my prediction is, is going to be. I think it's, that's ours too. That's what we did too. It's that's funny. We said it's that. It's funny and, you said yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah. nuts, dude. That's crazy. All of Husker um, Hype Radio thinks we're going to go undefeated. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, Mr. Rule could, could do it. A hundred percent, dude. I mean, now we got a California boy in the crib. Um, we got, I would like to talk about maybe the differences between California and Nebraska because Aaron, you lived here. I lived in Nebraska. I now live in California. I haven't moved back. Aaron did live in Cal Nebraska to California, back to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are some like main differences? We don't have to just talk football, but like just like the overall vibe of I would say biggest like, one. The biggest one for me is just like the size. And with that, I mean, obviously there's a lot more people, a lot more stuff going on and you lose that sense of like community when you're in California, I feel like, because you don't like say hi to the people when you're walking down the grocery store, you don't fucking know the people when you're walking in and out of the whatever store or whatever you're doing, you don't see people, you know, or whatever. That was probably one of the weirdest things is I felt like just another like ant in the clog of LA when I lived there. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely like, I think LA is like that. It does get a little <laughs> better in orange County though. I think, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's definitely not you, you know, you're walking down the bread aisle and you see a random old guy and you go, Hey, how you doing? You don't do that here. Right. No, you definitely don't. But still, I mean, at least in orange County, it's not as fucking wild and, there's not as many people shitting on the streets and and doing meth yeah, on the curb. Yep. Um but yeah, I would definitely say um live in Nebraska too that you know it's not as nice. But then there there's there's a great group of people. I mean, I met the boys out here in HB and Huntington Beach is it kind of out of like Newport and Costa Mesa and all that, like at least just the people that I've met, like there's there's a good kind of sense of community. I feel like Cade, anytime we go anywhere to a bar or something, he goes, oh, I know that right. guy. I went to high school with him. Yeah, you I know? guess that's a good point. When you're from there and you're hanging around like the same general geographic area, yeah, I guess you're you're going to have that more than if you're in a plant. But yeah, for the amount of people down here, and it's taken me 23 years to kind of build up the amount of those people that I know, it's still like – there's not, you know, it's not like I can go to every grocery store and every bar and everywhere and, and be like, right. oh, there's my buddy. There's I can't do that either though in Omaha. Okay. Yeah. But I do I do that's a cool that's a cool sense of like like you said, sense of community like that. Yeah. That's a really cool thing. I would say though in California, like people are always way more down to do shit though. Like whatever that is. Even if that's just hanging out or like going to the beach going to a park surfing skateboarding people are just like down to do shit go for runs definitely and it is a lot easier when it's yeah. 70, 70 and sunny degrees or sunny and 70 degrees you know what i'm saying in southern california yeah. let's go to newport beach hell yeah, yeah instead of 
let's go uh fucking husk some corn on the off 370 yeah like the only thing i could equate that to would be like let's go to the river or like let's go to like a picnic area and i'm not going to do either of those things with people in nebraska right but you'd be way more down to go to the beach right or even like to a field where people just like sit on a blanket i feel like i did that i've never done that in nebraska do you think that um just like do you think that it could be possible if it was a parallel universe that nebraska people lived in california and california people lived in nebraska well i think aren't californians just nebraskans that never stopped walking Uh, or yeah or yeah that's true that's true aren't californians just nebraskans that kept walking right because it, the yeah the or yeah dude you're actually very right dude and then they were like oh Nebraska I mean it's cool like I could raise a family here but then <laughs> I, could, I could I could I could also walk a cup of a few more thousand miles and live by the beach and have nice weather even though it has fucking sucked all year this year yeah um so your gold gold was probably one of the main things yeah. Because even like LA in like the last 200 years wasn't very like super developed as we know it now, you know? No, exactly, dude. I'd say I'd argue maybe like the last 60 or 70 years, like you right. see pictures of Newport Beach, like not even 100 years ago. And, you know, the houses on Corona Del Mar and shit, dude, there was no houses for like right. ever. And like the what's that called? The pavilion, the place where I work out that the flyer office is out of, dude, like that used to be the only thing on the peninsula ever right and now it's just grown so much so it is kind of nuts like just like the pace that california goes at compared to nebraska but i would say now dude like almost everywhere is growing like nebraska in so many suburbs the apartment complex you moved into wasn't there what how long when was that bill you're the first one like yeah i'm literally the first person in this unit and this place this complex is like less than two years old and the city of omaha there's two rivers that go around the city and basically the metro population has grown to like the boundaries that it possibly can physically it's basically almost there so we're gonna see what's gonna happen in the next 20 years man let's see baby hopefully i'm around to hang out and check it out aaron you know what sometimes we do honestly forget that this is a college football podcast but you know what we're just riffing with the boys we got dj faders in the chat Fuck it, whatever. The fans are here to hear about well, California. You know, people come here to Husker Hype Radio for Husker Hype, and then they stay for Aaron and Ed. It's a, and DJ Faders. It's a yeah, hangout, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking hangout with the boys. You get to know us. You get to you get to take fireball shots with us. Hopefully, you guys did do that because if you didn't, <laughs> it's pretty fucking lame of you. And like we always say, this is an interactive broadcast. If you don't like what we're talking about, all you gotta do is comment and like and subscribe and do this stuff and then we'll do the shit you want us to do but as of right now i'm having a lot of fun doing this oh me too buddy me too god damn it i can't wait for the i'm glad you guys started you guys have you guys been thinking about doing this like starting up the pod (laughs) yeah for for probably a little bit but i mean probably not when we all live together but yeah definitely it's it's a much it's really fun to do now that aaron is not living with us and we get a talk every week and hang out and chill and talk Husker football, what we love mm-hmm. to do. Um, I do like it. Cause I feel like Eddie and I, I mean, for us to talk for an hour a week for, for me to talk to anybody an hour a week, that's like not 
some of my like immediate people, that's like a tall task, you know? And it's cool that we get to char- like have a, a block of time that we can chop it up for an hour a week. You know, that's, I, that, I hold that near to my heart because we share a lot of things together in Husker hype. That's a good thing to share with somebody, you know, that's up there, bro. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's definitely up there. And we just want this thing to grow. And for, like I said, dude, the Italians are already getting on it. So you guys are behind right now. So, uh, I'd, I'd say it's time to catch up and start bleeding red and pooping corn like the rest of us here. Uh-huh. Um, but let's get back into a little more Husker talk. Um, I'm, I just pulled up the schedule here on our end and um, kind of what game this season are you most excited for? I know like there's two huge, uh, probably the two big ones that everybody, you know, love to see Colorado and we'd love to see Iowa us beat the shit out of again. So let's kind of take those two out of the equation no Colorado, no Iowa. What are the other ones that you um, are are really excited for? Aaron, how about you start this one? I'll start. I mean, you got to go the bus and bowl. I know we've talked about this in, in weeks past. Michigan week five, I believe, home. We played them tough the last two years. They're back-to-back playoff contenders. And I want to beat these motherfuckers, dude. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too, oh. bro. And that's definitely going to be when we we come off that game or four and zero. That's number oh. one game. That's number one game. Actually, no, that's number two game. I'm most excited for the number one game. I'm most excited for Minnesota, dude. At Minnesota, mm-hmm. week one. Let's see what Matt Rule first game as coach can do away against a Big Ten opponent against someone we call like our rival adjacent. And that's almost that dude. That's literally so much more fun than it being Northern Illinois or or fucking Fordham for the first game. We got a Big Ten opponent. We're starting off the season nitty and gritty. We're going in here. Matt Rule, he's got to get these boys fired up. This is a Big Ten football game, dude, and it's one of the first games of the season. The whole nation's going to be watching. They're going to be tuned into Husker Hype Radio with uh, Ed and DJ Faders, and Aaron's going to be are you are you gonna maybe make a trek out to uh, Minneapolis or well, if I go to Mini- if I go to Minneapolis the week week one and then Boulder week two that's a that's a tall that's, task that but is. I think if I'm truly Husker hype radio I am thinking about it awesome dude that's 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 good what that, I'll tease that right now Ooh. August thirty first Minnesota Nebraska at Minnesota very excited for that one um, I'll go with mine dude. Um, what about, what about Wisco? Wisco, November 18th game before Iowa, Aaron and I went to that game. It was in Lincoln last year. It's in camp Randall stadium, Wisconsin this year. Uh, another heartbreaker. Uh, it was you, me, uh, D rock and E rock. And we were all there and we really thought that we were going to win 14 to 17 at the end of the game. Uh, Wisconsin just comes out with a monster drive at the end and seals the deal. Um, I'm excited to get my uh, the revenge on those boys. Another team that has a new head coach, Luke Fickle, going to be a totally new offense, so it's going to be fun. It's not. I don't think that it's going to be anything like the game last year, um, besides it maybe being you know a good Big Ten football game. It's going to look a lot different. And I'm excited for that to when we're fucking 10 and 0 going into the Iowa game, really making our mark. Matt rules on top of the world. Husker hype radio has 5,000 followers. You know, the deal, you know what it, you know, and it, it, 
a lot of a lot of analysts are saying that Luke Fickle is going to be the best first year head coach, and I'm here to say no, no, no. It's going to be say, it's, suck my fucking cock. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Matt Rule Luke, is going to take that fucking title. Yeah, Luke Fickle, my ass, dude. Luke Fickle, more like sickle. Luke Fickle, more like Luke has sickle cell so, blood yeah. fucking yeah. disease. Anemia. Yeah, fuck Luke Fickle, dude. Uh, but I hear he's a nice guy, though. Yeah, so is fucking Kirk um, We haven't played Michigan State since the 3-9 and nine season when we lost on the last second. Excited for that away game. The, the the punt that went left when it was supposed to go right. Go right, yep. <clears throat> yep. And then Adrian Martinez, oh, he threw another interception at the end of the game. Oh, and, we, and we held their Heisman Trophy contender to, like, under 50 yards or some shit. Yeah, what was that dude's name again? Kenneth Walker III. Big Ten trivia, Aaron got it. Ding, 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 ding. Let's go. And right when I said that, I actually got a text message, and they went ding. And right when I fucking said it too. Whoa, that's yeah. pretty nuts. That's yeah. pretty nuts. That fires me up. Um, okay. That that Northwestern, I just like I said last season, that one stung. That was that was a tough one. So uh, I think that one that would be a good one. Wait, is Northwestern homecoming or is Purdue homecoming? Purdue. Purdue. Purdue's homecoming. Okay. It says I got the Husker football schedule up right now on the on the online. Huskers.com produce yep. homecoming. Um, yeah, I agree, dude. I mean, I think that we're going to absolutely beat the shit out of them. The nerds are going to go back and do their homework on the bus after they leave Nebraska. Um, and if we win, we're going to let it be by the code with our faith in our honor held high. And we're not going to lose. We're not going to stand by the road. And we're not going to cheer as the winners go by because we don't need to. Husker prayer day by day. Fuck yeah. Um, what else is that? It? What else? What else, dude? I mean, it's awesome that we got DJ Faders on the pod, episode six. Yeah, absolutely, dude. DJ Faders, good to see you, pal. Yeah, me too. You're looking like an absolute stallion, bro. Look at it. Let's do a little, little another side check of that mullet, dude. Holy balls! Yeah, the Nebraska neck shade. Yeah. I got it. I got it lined up today. I'm gonna line it up. Let it grow out. Next time I'll get a cut will be right before the 4th of July. And it's going to be fucking mid-season peaking. And it's going to look so goddamn good for Independence Day. And then I want to have it gnarly as fuck for uh, Colorado. Are you um, thinking about like maybe doing some lines, like some Bosworth shit? I, I, thought, what, I thought about it, but then I feel like that's fucking... It might be a little gay. Speaking of hair, <laughs> I'm I'm not liking the color of this little guy right here. I'm thinking we could change that color. Maybe. You notice this piece right here? I think. Well, wait, what? What's up? You notice this piece, like right here, kind of just seems. I like... think it's fine, bud. I think you're. Oh yeah, I finished Harry Potter, the first the first book in the Harry Potter season series, um, last night. Fucking amazing! I'm gonna be one of those guys that likes the books more than the movies now. I think. Do you have all the books? Yeah, I got them for my birthday. I got the whole collection. Okay, I was gonna say if you don't have any of the books, go to my mom's house. We got the whole collection at our house. Oh, fuck. Um, but, Give me an excuse to go see mom and dad. Yeah, um, but no. Did you hear what Kate just said? He said he doesn't like the blonde horn right now. He, what do you? I, mean, what I you... love the blonde horn. Wait, is it just a horn? Be, I think it could be a different. Turn sideways. Color. I think we can make. Is it, it grown out just color. the horn, or am I tripping? 
it's a little horny right now. No, it's I like I, the horny. It's like um, it. it's all the same length. <laughs> so Cade, Cade basically just said that he doesn't like you how you are. No, that's yeah, that's about. that is what Cade saying, just said. I like the horn. Love the horn. <laughs> love the horn. But I think it could be a better color. Like what? Part of the season. Some red action. Should I? Should I just want to know? Dude, what what could we do? Like for, I mean, I got the Husker wig. You know, the classic crazy Ronald McDonald gone haywire on meth rooting for the Huskers wig. I love wearing that during Husker Radio. But yeah, I do think that maybe we could do something with uh, this hair. I've I've been buzzing it a lot lately, and I kind of like the look on me buzzing it. Um, good, you got that. But I mean, even if it's. Last game of the season, first game of the season, whatever, we can paint that baby red, see what it looks like. And, you know, we always we always kind of say, like, hey, dude, if Nebraska wins this game, I'm going to shave my fucking head on the stream live. Um, and all the games that we did do that, they never fucking won. So um, maybe sometime this year when we go 12-0 and and we win the national championship, maybe I could do something nuts. Or, like, if we win at Colorado in Boulder, I could do something crazy. Yes. Um, live on campus, and I could mohawk, um, mohawk Ed, mohawk, the mohawk, dope, dude, dude. I like that. I like that. And it just it's right, width. yeah, of your stripe, yeah. <laughs> and then dude. we dye it red, dye it red, and then maybe have like brs and- bleed red on one side, shit corn on the other. We'll just take a shit in our hands and throw <laughs> at the side of your head. What? And then they're throwing shit on and me. Then and, then they're, and then there's just shit corn on the side of your head. <laughs> uh, we, could, uh, we could maybe like die. Oh, dude. Yeah, well, it's probably a we'll brainstorm. And you know what? This is good. This is this is where we say this is an interactive broadcast. What do you want to see from Eddie this year? What do you want him to do to his hair? Maybe to his pubes? What should I do with my hair? It's an it's with my pubes. Yeah. They're they're flames right now. I would show you guys, but I'm not comfortable doing that. Yeah. Um but they are in a flame pattern right now, but I would be down to do something else other than flames. Well, maybe. If we want to capitalize on our cougar audience, I think we started OnlyFans. Husker hype OnlyFans. All, all three three boys on one OnlyFans, dude. That's a fucking deal, baby. I'll, I'll fucking would, put my balls on it. I'd I'd put my balls on it. I'd uh, fill the bathtub up with corn and take a nice corn bath. That'd be sick. That'd be really a pain in the ass to get out at the end, but that'd be dope as fuck. That would be, dude. Oh, my God. We could do a lot of things on that. We could have Trixie. We could have fun with Trixie on the OnlyFans. We can have... um. A corn husk superimposed on our cocks, and so when we like are husking corn, it's actually our cocks underneath it. Nice. That's artistic. I like that. What about um? What about for um? What's it called? Uh, for our pubes, we do cornrows because it's corn. All right, I could, dude. What if I did cornrows? Kate could do cornrows right now. We could do fucking cornrows. DJ Faders needs to have cornrows for one game, and yeah, then. Go ahead. I feel like his girlfriend could do that for him too. Yeah, dude. We should fucking totally do cornrows one time this season. Um, but we got less than a minute here. Um, probably wind it down. What do you say? 
Yeah. Um, if, if this is the time, go go like, subscribe. Please subscribe and follow. That's that's actually the number one metric that we like. And then share and comment and do the other stuff mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And folks, look out for a special guest on the podcast. And it's not just DJ Faders, but um, I don't want to say too much, but uh, watch out, okay? Because we got connections. We got boys. Anyways, I'm Eddie Rosenthal. That's Aaron Warsfold. This is DJ Faders, Faders, Faders. And you just tuned into episode six of Husker Hype Radio. We'll see you next week. Peace out.